Olympic Games Executive Director Christoph Duby says the spirit of Olympic Agenda 2020 reforms will be alive and well at the upcoming Rio Olympics. This is Kevin Nutley. Thank you for joining us today on the latest edition of ATR Radio. As the Summer Olympics near, Duby is spending much more time in Brazil to help see organizers through a tough time of political unrest in the country. Our Rio correspondent Aaron Bauer spoke with Duby about the many challenges facing organizers of the Games and what steps the IOC is taking to ensure these Olympics go off without a hitch. You mentioned that you've been increasing your time down here in Rio. This has happened since the end of April. From your perception, have things changed in terms of organization and finishing everything up since your arrival? Well, that would be very presumptuous to say that that things have changed this, since I'm here. You know, it's a, it's a big machine and you have a lot of competence in the organizing committee. What I can say is uh, that, that at that point in time, the main change for the organizing committee is that they are moving from very centralized structures to decentralized ones where you have... Um, everybody going out to the venue. So you still see a lot of people here inside the organizing committee, but most of these people are now decentralizing. As far as we are concerned, and, uh, and my presence here has allowed one thing, we have uh, quite a lot of, of expertise, uh, numerous departments being involved, and a presence here on the ground allows to streamline uh, our interventions. So I would say that, that from an IOC standpoint and in the interactions with the organizing committee, it's probably a little easier by being on the ground. Now, since your arrival, what was the biggest concern that the IOC had to finishing everything up ahead of mm-hmm, the Olympic Games? Mm-hmm. In that phase where, where we are, people moving out to, ven- to the venues, we're, we're speaking about venueization, mm-hmm. um, you have one thing that is happening at the same time, it's the whole overlay installation. We're speaking about millions of pieces of equipment that have to be delivered, installed, for the venues to be fully finished, mm-hmm. ready to host the games. And irrespective of whether you're in Tokyo or if you're in London, the overlay installation, including the last constructions of, of stands, etc., is always extremely stressful times, extremely stressful, because everything has to click in at the right time mm-hmm. and we are exactly in that phase exactly in that phase where you have hundreds of contractors having to intervene at the same time to make sure the venues are ready so the focus of our attention is mainly on these now does the current situation of economical and political instability play a part into the concern of these million little details that are going on I think there are they are two different uh, levels we, we're speaking about here. One is the very installation of things and stuff. <laughs> and here we, we're speaking uh, really physical installation of many elements. No, that is not influenced by the overall political, social, economical picture. No, this has to be done. And it's not complicated, it's just a lot. The volume is immense. But that's one side of the equation. Then you question whether the overall backdrop has an influence. Yes, it does. Yes, it does, because we have uh, uh, new people at at different levels, starting with with Brasilia. 
So we are interacting with uh, a new sport minister, for example, that I've personally met already twice. We had our president talking to, uh, to Mr. Temer a few days ago, mm-hmm. etc. So, of course, this has an influence because we have to recreate somewhat relationships, including with uh, Brasilia. And all in all, the backdrop is, is one where the, the, the economical situation is challenging. So some of the companies that are working, including in the context of the games, are being challenged financially and socially. And there, there I say that the, the games are extraordinary for that very reason. Socially, we understand that the country is also in, in a very uh, challenging situation. But there, there is the big energetic project which is bright like a sun which is the games happening this summer and I don't know whether you feel the same yourself but despite everything that is happening in the country there is a tremendous energy behind the games even through through uh, the, the 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 media you see the excitement coming coming through of course the torch relay is being very successful and people overall when we do polling support to the highest level, the, 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 the organization and, and the hosting of the game. So there, uh, we play, we play a, a fabulous role, I believe. Is it troubling for the IOC that the 2016 Olympics has a venue or two that hasn't been fully constructed yet, nor hasn't been tested, with the delivery of the Olympic Park going to Rio 2016 in about a week, week and a half? No, uh, it's, it's not... Overall, the picture is, uh, is good. Uh, we have finalized the test events. If you're making reference to the one venue that currently is not finished, it's, uh, it's the velodrome, obviously. The track is in place. The track has been tested, as you know. Uh, but there, there remain a lot of work. And we, we can't lose sight of all the milestones on a day-to-day basis. So being from the organizing committee, but also from City Hall, there are processes to make sure that the works are being followed twice a day to make sure the progress that we need to hit are being delivered so that we have a venue fully ready, I would say towards the end of June, early July. This is what, what we have at present. For the other venues, uh, the field of play have, have been tested uh, and, and it was uh, overwhelmingly very positive from uh, from the athletes themselves, so no uh, no real concerns for the others. This is the one really that, that, that we have to focus our attention. Then you have all the temporary ones that are currently being built. I don't know if you've seen the scaffolding in Copacabana and elsewhere. Yeah. So this is normal course of action for uh, for temporary building. There is one one um, that that I should mention though. Uh, which is the, the lighting at Deodoro. So Deodoro is progressing well. The lighting of, uh, of the pitches there was more challenging than, than expected. So this is one wha- that, that we have to, to follow very closely as well. But I would say in terms of risk, it's not at the level of, of the velodrome where really it's day-to-day monitoring. But I would say that, that everywhere you go, including in, in London, and I don't know if you were involved at the time, but in London you had very challenging situation at the equestrian. Mm-hmm. Equestrian was complicated. You know, these were temporary building structures because you could not touch the park. Mm-hmm. So everything was elevated. And it, from an engineering and technical standpoint, it was very hard to deliver and it was to the very last minute. This is not unprecedented at all. Now, you mentioned a timeline of late June, early July. Yes. There was plans to have a 
quote-unquote testing yes, weekend. Yes. Is that still going to be in place if the velodrome is not completely fully constructed? And the answer is I don't know. Okay. I don't know. And these are the things uh, I want to work uh, with, with uh, various experts around the room. Currently, the date that you have heard are 25th 50. to 28th or 27th. Yeah. And we want to make sure that this is the case. We want to make sure that this is the case, meaning all elements that need to be tested at that point in time can be tested, knowing that during that time we'll have probably to suspend some of the works that will not be fully completed at that point in time. So we need to make sure that when we do this testing, we have everything that is essential at that point in time, rubber stamp what needs to be, and then finalize the works. And to be totally open and transparent until I tell you 100% that this is happening, there are still a number of, uh, of information that we need to obtain. It will be around these dates. Mm -hmm. But whether it's exactly 25th, I don't know. Okay. This is the working assumption at present. Right. Now, what is the biggest role that the IOC is doing in providing assistance for Rio 2016 at this standpoint? Is it consulting? Is it ensuring ease of communication between stakeholders? Is it financial? It's um, mainly the first two, providing a lot of, um, of expertise that, that would be needed in, in every area, in transportation, uh, in, in venue management, in uh, technology, in any areas where uh, assistance is needed, we have experts that, that are allowed to, uh, to help the OCOG. So that's uh, the, the main thing that we are doing. From a financial standpoint, most of the work was done a few months ago. You remember at the time when Rio was working on optimizing its budget, that was a process that started last autumn and ended up, as far as we're concerned, in, in February. It required from the IOC, but also from the IFs, from the National Olympic Committees, from uh, sponsors, uh, from journalists, by the way, the media as well, uh, to look into the solutions proposed by Rio. Let's say that that's the most financial effect it had, uh, was, was a reduction of, of their budget, thanks to that maximization or optimization. But the work has been done quite a while ago. So the IOC has not been giving any financial contributions to Rio? No, we have, we have a huge financial contribution. <laughs> not, not any extra on top of what we're No, 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 no. The, the, uh, the <laughs> effort that, that was done is the one I mentioned. Yeah. With the recent news that the schedule is being finalized for the upcoming Senate trial over Dilma Rousseff, one proposed schedule has the vote happening just two or three days before the Olympic opening ceremony. Do you think an event like that could influence whether or not state leaders come down and come to the opening ceremony? Honestly, I, I cannot say. But um, my initial very personal reaction would be that people like the citizen of Brazil, and that, that would include uh, the heads of state, they are coming for an event. They are coming for an event that is greater than all of us that is uh, greater than, than uh, uh, elected people at, at one given point in time. We're speaking here about the Olympic Games, right? So to be part of an experience that is absolutely unique, including an opening ceremony happening in Maracana, is probably what, what will prevail. And I feel that we're going to have a very full house.
will this be the best ever Olympic Games, in your opinion? These will be games that mark um, history for the Olympic movement, and, and every game has, has an imprint on the Olympic movement, and, and you have imagery from previous games yourself. And these will be very powerful indeed. You will see uh, incredible images from the city uh, with with uh, land landmark um, um, uh, of, of the uh, of, of the natural beauty of the city, and there we have um, uh, our broadcasters that are very excited about it. So it makes no doubt that that this would be extremely powerful. So for us, it it will be a landmark in this respect for sure. It will also be games where a number of um, decisions had to be made to simplify things. And I'm going back to what I said before. Uh, from October to, to February, we've looked into solutions to do a number of things simpler. And I think in the context of Agenda 2020, this will probably be the first games where we say, OK, the spirit of Agenda 2020 was fully embedded. And some of those solutions will be carried over, no doubt. Well, thank you very much, Gustav, and really appreciate the conversation. Same here. Same here. Thank you very much. That was IOC Executive Director Christoph Duby on the latest preparations for the Rio 2016 Olympics. Thank you very much for joining us today on this edition of ATR Radio. Have a good one.